Welcome to Save the Pumpkins podcast. This is Amy. And this is Shane. Welcome back. Welcome back. What are we we talking about today? Well, these are probably, I will start off by saying, these are probably the last couple you'll get from us this fall season. I want to let everybody know that we'll definitely be starting up our Christmas podcast soon. We'll we'll stay here with uh, Save the Pumpkins. I think I've, I've gotten accustomed to the Save the Pumpkins name. I don't want to sound pretentious and call it a brand. But I think that that's the the name I like. I want people to recognize us for that. I think I like that. Um, we did a, our our podcast last year. You should definitely go check that out. Maybe I'll re-upload those yep, to the to the and channel. How many yeah. episodes did we do this this fall oh, season? Um, this oh this fall season. Oh, we're not done yet. But 10, 12, 10, okay. 10, 12. Yeah, so we did good. We'll do we'll do more this Christmas. We really got to get into it this Christmas, and especially since Hallmark decides that they want to start Christmas in January. Every year, you know. <clears throat> but today we're talking about 2023's Curious Caterer, subtitled Fatal Vows. <clears throat> Curious Caterer Mysteries. No, I think it's actually just called Curious Caterer. I mean, uh, Curious Caterer, colon, Fatal Vows. Oh, okay. it, it is part of, no, you're not wrong though. It's part of Hallmark's mystery series. Uh, they've had mystery series before with Mystery 101 and, and various different other things. This is based on a series of books, and they've had this will be the third one, and th- and the third one that we've watched. And so, so there there is more to come. The, there are. Uh, well, I don't know that I know specifically that there. Th- as I have read, they are intending to make more. And why wouldn't they? Easy to make. Two of their biggest stars, probably most willing stars in. And who's the star? Twenty twenty three is Curious Caterer. Fatal Vows. It's the same people. You don't even have to look this up. You know exactly who it stars. Yeah, Andrew uh, W. Walker, mm-hmm. and um, I always you always pick on me because I say her name incorrectly. Oh, like we, but that's weird. We both love her. Nikki Deloach. Very good. Very good. Um, you're coming at you're like really quiet. Are you? You sound like you're somebody's hurt your feelings. <laughs> no, I actually, um, oh, I actually man. liked this one a lot. Actually, um, so let me let's talk about a little bit about what it's about. I'm going to do the same thing I did with the the previous two in that I'll bring us right to the. Uh, there's no spoiler. The murder. There's always a murder. I'll bring us right to the murder, and then I'll stop. I, I think that's fair. That'll give us a little bit of time to talk, and then we'll go from there and just pick out things. We won't say specifics, right? Because that's a mystery, even right. though these are, as we've said before, not something you can actually figure out. You can't see something and go, oh, that was it. No, not going to help you out. You're not going to be able to get to it. Um, but we'll still we'll still talk about it. So we open up, as we do with these. I know you love it, so I'll let you lead us in. What we open? What is Goldie doing? You don't even remember us watching this, and I bet you know what Goldie's doing. She is working a wedding. She is. So it's a rehearsal event. dinner. That is correct. It is. A, and Oh, wow, look at you. Go ahead. And, and who is the rehearsal dinner so for? So it's a rehearsal dinner for Tom's ex-wife, mm-hmm. Jessamine. Yes, very good. And she is marrying uh, Ooh, a gentleman by the name of Sterling. Look at you. Uh, and, forget notes. You have um, gotten this. Sterling, so mm-hmm. we find that Jessamine is there with all of her bridesmaids. Yeah. And uh, they introduce us to one, you remember her name? Yes, and Katie, I believe, Katie. right? Yep, and perfect. Goldie actually remembers Katie because they kind of grew up together. Yeah. Yep. So um, she finds that we also learn uh, in that dialogue that Katie had <coughs> dated Sterling, who is the groom. The, the groom, the groom to, to be. be, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there's like that little inner 
connection and mm-hmm. you know Tom well, had made Tom had made mention mm-hmm. in the past episodes that you know I think Jessamine was a little bit high maintenance but we yeah. don't really get to see how high maintenance she is until we, this we episode. get to see she's a lot yes. like she's one she's yeah high and I was very surprised that Tom actually his character oh. was kind of married to somebody. Oh, I don't know. Tom looks like he could be a little high maintenance too. Sometimes I like his character a lot. That character a lot, but he looks like he could be a little bit of a Mister Guidelines and and likes everything to be a certain way too. She's just I don't know. I think their personalities fit a little bit better than that. But but yeah, we see her and and this is the wedding. She's catering uh, uh, Jessamine's wedding. She knew, like you said, she knew Jessamine before, so it's not weird that this guy that she clearly likes, Tom Detective Tom Schultz, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not weird that she's catering the wedding because, A, she's a caterer. They handle these mysteries and the relationships in them pretty maturely, apart from the murdering. They handle them pretty maturely. Like, Goldie never gets ridiculously jealous or anything silly like that because you wouldn't like her. Like, that would be, that would just be unflattering. So, she's catering the the wedding. And I didn't write this down in my notes, but I remember it. It's a, we see uh, Jessamine's uh, mother uh, do you remember the the mother uh, come in with Jessamine and Jessamine's like freaking out about something on the on the cake like nuts or something that she, yeah, she, she thinks there's specific. nuts on the cake yeah and there's she's not very uh, she, what's the word um, it's bridezilla I think is what they call her yes but she's being very uh, what is it when a a black cat goes across your path superstitious, superstitious I think. Oh, okay. because she makes mention about something specifically mm. on the cake that she didn't want on there because I thought it had it to do with allergies or whatever but bad luck or something oh okay so so and Goldie of course is handling it very professionally uh, Goldie Berry uh, professionally uh, and we've, we've got Marla back again love Marla so much we've got Marla back again mm-hmm. uh, being the sidekick um, and she's there with her and they're they're just kind of going through the, the wedding and all that good fun stuff. And we get to see, kind of like you like, a group full of future suspects, right? And they all come in. Chester's back from um, from the past episodes. Who Her was like cousin. A, yep. Who's, like, who's cousin? It's Jessamine's cousin. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but he works at the real estate office or whatever. And he was in the he was in a previous episode. He's a pretty, pretty good actor. <clears throat> they always throw, he's like uh, the pup named Scooby-Doo. He's, th- he's red herring. He's always the, they throw you like, oh, he could have done it. And it's never Chester. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No spoiler, but you don't ever really think it's Chester. You're like, oh, he's just kind of a kind of a ding-dong, but he's not a he's not a killer. They give you that. They'll make him the killer watch it in, in one of the future ones. But we've got everybody there, and I don't know, do you remember the, the guy who's Katie's new? Katie, who is Jessamine's uh, uh, maid of honor, uh, is at the the rehearsal dinner as well, and she has a new man, and his name is... Uh. His name is escaping uh, I, me. It's Ray. It's Ray. Ray. His name okay. is Ray. And Sterling is there, and Sterling sees his future brother-in-law. His name's Hunter. And, he, you know, when Sterling walks in, he's like, uh, he's he's like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, he holds his hand out to, like, give him a, like, a, like a, get pound it, you know. And, uh, and Hunter's like, oh, whatever. And Hunter's not having any of it. So Hunter and... Hunter and, and Sterling have had some kind of. He he believes that his, his Sterling is only after. It, well, is his, Sterling's family? So we learn eventually. I guess I can get into it now. That Sterling's family had some, a software company that they had and gotten some investors in the town to to invest in their software. <clears throat> 
and then the software didn't work and they left they skipped town um and it didn't hurt sterling at all it, it you know so he he managed to come out of it somewhat unscathed and you know of course some people are like well it wasn't sterling's fault it was his parents and some people are like yeah but the apple doesn't fall far from the tree kind of thing but anyway we have a little uh a little a little scrap a little bit not a scrap but like a little bit of a, a disagreement uh sterling whose best man is ray katie's katie's new boyfriend because mm-hmm. sterling and ray are good friends so Sterling's had a lot to drink. Somebody in these curious cater movies always has had too much to drink. He goes over to where Katie is, and he's like, hey, baby, you want to dance? Or something. I was sort of something stupid. And he's like, hey, baby, you want to dance? Whatever. Ray's like, it's not cool, dude. Not cool. And he gets up, and Sterling's like, what's going on with you, man? I was just kidding. I was just whatever. And then Hunter, who just wants a piece of Sterling, wants to punch him in the throat, comes over and is like, gets in the way. And so cute. This is like one of my favorite parts. I know I write down my notes, but I'm not going to look at my, uh, my notes to figure it out. Goldie. <laughs> I'm starting to really like when Goldie is like, I think he, he, like in the last one in grilling season, she, she, when Richard stepped outside because he was drinking, she said, I, I think, come with me. I think I may need you. And it was just cute, right? Like Goldie's tough. She doesn't need anybody. She just wants, she likes Tom. So she wants him around. That's the point. It's not a, I need you because I'm weak. It's I need you because I like you. Right. And she does a similar thing in this one. She goes, Tom's just kind of standing right to the side, and he's a detective, so I don't know why that makes him law and order at a wedding, but whatever. The two of them are kind of getting ready to fight, and Tom could just easily be like, oh, well, they need to fight. Get it out, right? But she goes, he, he's like, yeah, I should probably go over there and step in the way. She goes, I, th- I think you should. Like, I think you I'm should trying go. to. Um... So he goes over, and they, they the camera, and it's so funny, all these Hallmark mysteries, if they want you to know something you have to remember for later, what do they do? Remember for later? They zoom in on it, right? So, I'm trying to remember what Hunter looks like. Uh, a little bit like Chris Catan. Isn't that like, a, that's kind of jacked up for me to say that because we saw Chris Catan in Disney World and he was kind of a doofus. But okay. That was behind the scenes of, of our lives. Um, and he's who? Hunter. He is uh, Jessman's brother-in-law i mean like okay so jessman is is played by i I mentioned her name on the in the last um in the last series her name is amanda khan she's awesome she does a really good job as uh jessman she because she does her character right uh but jessman uh jessman is a i I don't i'm not bringing up anyone's nationality for any real reason jessman's an uh, is obviously like an indian uh i would say right and her mother both indian persian is that where we're going with the nationality, would you say? Yes. Okay. Well, her dad is whiter than me, and that takes something. He's he's very much white, right? So it, I don't know if, if Hunter is her biological brother or not. I think I think they say in the thing it doesn't make oh, okay. it doesn't make any difference. But I think that he's her her stepbrother. Right. I right. think. Anyway, yeah. he's just Okay, so just to kind of sum it up real fast. Well, wait, so we didn't. We let, me tell the, let me tell you the one thing, and then we'll get in. I'll let you say whatever you want to say, please. Uh, we zoom in on Tom. Tom goes to break up the fight, and Tom gets his hand cut because there's like one of them breaks some glass and wants to stab the other one. It's real ridiculous. But it's just a plot device so that Tom can scrape his hand, and you can see blood. They zoom in, and you're like, well, because if you've seen the previews, Tom looks like he's going to be implicated in something. So when you see the blood cut, you're like, the cut and the blood, you're like, okay, well, they're clearly going to make Tom a suspect. His blood got on something or whatever, right? So that's where they go with it. They break up the fight and everybody kind of goes away. I'm, I'm working up to the murder and then you talk about whatever you want. 
Um, I don't mean all, yeah, you can talk about whatever you want, whenever you want, but I'm working up to the murder. Uh, so we, everybody goes away. And of course, Sterling's like, well, man, everything's fine. And he starts stumbling. I'm like, you're dead. You're so dead. You're going to die soon. You know, that's what happens, right? You can tell the person that's going to die, whether it's, you know, the, the lady in, in grilling season, you're like, she's pitiful. She's Richard likes her dead you're dead you know i think you'd like to um figure Same. out who's gonna die versus who's the one that killed the person and no it's just obvious it, so anyway so you're like okay well sterling is and he's like i don't need anybody you're like wandering outside right it's famous last words or whatever and he 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 goes away we kind of go flash uh, forward to the next morning and everybody's kind of showing back up but i guess they're at like a hotel Aren't they at like a little well, convention yeah, center like or something? It's like yeah, a venue. venue. Yeah, but it looks like a, a convention center. It doesn't look like some nice house kind of a venue. You know what I mean? Like a, a mansion or anything. It looks like a convention center. Anyway, they all come back the next day. Nobody can find Sterling and no one can find Jess, Jessamine, his bride-to-be. And we get a little, like a little interspersed uh, video of Jessamine running from someone and like a little blood on her head or whatever. And then we cut away from that. So she's clearly been kidnapped or whatever, right? That's well, running away from something. Well, it's the assumption is that she's been kidnapped. What the heck else is she running away from? Anyway, um, so we cut to like, I don't know, it's Tom or who, who is it that walks in? And Sterling is like, his head is like laying in the fountain or whatever. So Oh, no, it's uh, his, his friend Ray comes in and says, have you seen Sterling? And he's saying that to Goldie, and Goldie's uh, like, "When was the last time you uh, saw him?" And they, and he they was walk like, out, and he's there, yeah, because they have to call, call. And uh, then they they um, walk out, and then he's, he's laying in, in the, fountain. the. He's like in a fountain. His head's right. like in a fountain. He's dead. No, Sterling's dead. We knew it. Mason's back. Mason's awesome. Um, I, some of these characters, you know, once once we start ramping up with the the shows, we start liking the characters. Riley Davis plays Mason, and Mason's awesome. He's the. He's the trying to learn from Tom, young kid that says funny things, and he, he's comic relief. He's great. Um, said Marlowe was back. Uh, JC Doden, she's back. Um, Richard, yeah, so Richard's character is very. Lachlan Monroe. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's actually better in this one because he does a little a fun scene. thing at the end. Huh? He's in like a scene. Oh, he's in maybe even. Is he? Oh yeah, he's at a scene in one scene in at the scene. end. And and I mean, no disrespect to Lachlan Monroe, he's been in some movies that I really liked, and I liked him in it. That's as much as I want to see him in Curious Caterer. Would you agree? Right, yeah. Uh, his character, I mean, he was he was integral to the plot of Grilling Season, the previous one, because he was suspected the entire time. So we had to see a lot of him then. And I don't dislike his character. I think it's just fine. He hasn't seemed like he wants to get back with Goldie or anything, but but that he likes her a lot. Um, I don't, uh, there's just something about Richard that I'm just like, eh, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. He uh, just needed to... So, to um, show up for that one scene, and it's to a good scene. Sense. It is. So Sterling's dead, and Jessamine's missing, and the game is foot. Is that a Sherlock Holmes thing in there? The game's foot. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so we're so we spend the rest of the of the show of the movie trying to figure out. Well, we don't try to figure it out, but we spend the rest of it, and they go through various suspects. They they question different people. They find out. They look at security footage and and and, and find out that. <laughs> That Jessamine's mom slapped Sterling at one point. They've got it on the video footage. And a new police officer comes into town. This is important. A new police officer comes into town named Tratch. Uh, Tratch? Track? Track. 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 Sorry. I, was, 
I don't, I'm not a big fan of the character's name. I think his name is, is it David Track? Anyway, uh, I guess I can find that. Well, he comes that. into town because Tom becomes a suspect. He, Tom does become a suspect. And because Track, Track of his and Jessamine's relationship. Well, Track comes into town and he used to work with him. He used to work with Tom in San Francisco, right? San Francisco. And he, and Tom we says learn, that he kind of bends the rules a little bit. So he's he is not a very, rule breaker um, of sorts to get whatever he needs, confessions, whatever. And you can kind of see where we're going to go with that one, right? It's like, okay, at some point he's going to try to frame Tom with some evidence that's sort of suspect because he believes Tom did it. I don't know that they play him necessarily as evil, but I don't like his character to start out with. We first get introduced to him when he goes into the bakery and buys a uh, like a little a drink of coffee, a black coffee from Marla. And he's being a little bit of a jerk. I mean, he's clearly in a little fufu shop buying coffee. If I went to a little shop that looked like a little fufu shop. Well, he came in and said, is this a florist or a bakery? Yeah, right. They give the jerk vibes immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, whatever. So uh, he comes into town because you learn throughout this thing. And this is kind of strange that they stuck this in here. They just use it as a plot device to help uh, Goldie and Tom get a little bit closer because he eventually confides in her that his dad is in prison. His his dad was a police officer mm-hmm. and is in prison. And Track's dad put put him was away. The one, put was him the one that arrested him, arrested him. So there's heat between the two of them. But Tom doesn't usually bring that up as much as he does that he's he's a rule breaker and Tom's not a rule breaker and he does things by the rules or whatever. Well, at some point they made you believe in the trailer that Tom was going to get to be a suspect. He was going to be a suspect of this murder. He, he, Track thinks he is, but no, literally no one else in the movie thinks he is at any point ever. Uh, so he gets arrested for impersonating a police officer because they, they kick him off the case. Because Track right. gets him kicked off the case. And then he shows up at a house with Goldie, yet again, taking a civilian. Well, Goldie pretty much said, don't you worry, I'll take the reins on this if you can't. Yeah, uh, no you know, you can't do the police work. I've got it handled, don't worry. So yeah. she kind of did a take charge and he allowed for her to do that and I think enjoyed allow it her to at do the nothing. same time. He's banana nuts about her and right. he'll let her take over whatever in his life. I mean, it's Nikki Deloge. I guess I get it. But like, it's just, Nikki Deloge, funny little, you always bring up people's personal appearance. I noticed this. I don't bring up people's personal appearance because other than somebody being super handsome or, or, strikingly gorgeous I don't usually bring things up but those are I had never really noticed until there's one scene is it, is it in this one where she's sneaking inside a building I think she's like gotta go inside a building yeah it's, it's this one she's little like Nikki Deloach is skinny I don't mean like skinny like uh oh isn't she just so athletic and skinny she's tiny yeah she's just built small she's tiny like like she was, she had like her sneakers on or whatever and was trying to jump in that building. Remember she had to hide down behind the computer and the two janitors came in or whatever. It was a real quick scene. And, uh, and, and they show like a little quick scene of her legs when she's got like her little sneakers on or whatever. And she is really small, like small, small. Like I'm shocked she can do any kind of. I get the feeling that, um, because their relationship outside of work is close Mm -hmm. is what you've said for them. I get the feeling in watching these is that they just naturally have like a really good, like best friend vibe going on. And even though it's supposed to imply that they are, 
getting romantically involved oh, yeah. they never like kiss or anything like that like it's never they never the writing or the directing never brings them to that actual um it kind of keeps you hanging and i don't know like is that because their relationship is so good that they've said you know hey you can make it seem like we're gonna become romantically involved but we're gonna just get to a point and then it's gonna be like something interferes because i feel like we're now three episodes in and you know the whole hallmark hey i've only known you for two days i'm in madly in love with you let's get married it doesn't apply in these murder mysteries between these two characters it's just very much a you know yeah they want the the love story is the I mean, you know, you can never tell. The love story is the secondary. This, these are supposed to be mysteries. Love story is the is the theme that runs through anything Hallmark. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they, you know, like it, it's it's still like this episode kind of left it not like you know closer, it was, but not. It was better. There was a couple moments where I, I'm pretty sure I'm not pretty sure nothing. They had a couple moments in this where they got like right up to each other's face to do something. And I was like, oh, okay, is this our little... Because they have to keep teasing that or no one's going to keep watching. Right. Right. They, well, provided that there's any spark there, quote unquote, to begin with. Um, and there is, clearly. Um, they do a weird thing where, I don't know, you know, I like villains and I like villains to go away. And this is the second one and, and to be a, a problem. This is the second one where... In the, in the second... Uh, in grilling season, the, the second curious cater that we already have a video on, everybody go watch it, please. Uh, there was a villain. I, I told you it was. I like that one a lot because no, he was evil. Like it, he wasn't like a bad wrong place, wrong time. It wasn't that he was evil. This is another uh, another wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. I mean, this well, this I- don't don't say uh, the sex of the person because you'll you'll ruin it. Because uh, I felt like you were about to, because no. I almost did. Maybe I'm just throwing my insecurities on you. Go ahead. No, I just think that, like you said, for the for the second um, series, the second movie in the series, they kind of focused a little bit more on the uh, person who conducted the murders character a little bit. Like they introduced who it was, and then kind of focused on it a little bit. Mm. Um, like kept him in, mm. you know, going. I liked in this one how we kind of had two things going mm. on at the one time. We had the murder, and then we had where's Jessamine? Like, you know, so it was okay. like two things going on. You like that? Yeah, I, I mm. did. I really, because it was like, okay, you know, they got to focus on two different things, and it was like spontaneously going on, like, um, like investigating, like, how he died and you know and then at the same time like where is she i i I really i thought that was that was good yeah and i I, there was still at the end of it there was still no chance Uh, again we've said it but these are um there's no way you could figure out who it was uh good good acting all around this one i think the acting is is good in these uh in these films the curious cater it's pretty standard at this point i I know I bring this up a lot, and I know people don't like to talk about her. I really enjoyed the Aurora Tea Garden uh, mysteries. I thought they were great. I thought Candace Cameron Bray was perfect as that character. I think Nikki Deloge is 
as perfect, if not more perfect, for Goldie Berry. I think that's she's just great. Um, she's somewhere between the manic, happiness, smiley, take over the screen Ashley Williams, um, and maybe not quite as subdued uh, as a uh, Julie Gonzalez. You know, yeah. Julie Gonzalez is a little bit more like a subdued. I think Goldie's somewhere in the middle, and they've given her the the cast of characters around her. They did. There's a couple of things I want to talk about in this one without spoiling anything. Uh, they do a. They do force a little bit of a relationship uh, at the end of it. Not not with Goldie and, and Tom. I don't have an issue with that because at the end of it, do you remember? There's a little. Mm-hmm. Tom, I, knew, I know that you didn't like this. Yeah, but Tom goes, Tom goes, hey, would you go out on a date with me? And I was like, okay, finally, we're going to get it. And then they leave you with that a little bit so you can look forward to the next one. So at one point, track is getting in the getting in the way, right? Uh, that's the guy from California or wherever that, that just locked up Tom's dad. So Mason and Marla get involved in locking him in a room with Marla to... to under the pretense that she's going to give him some new information on the case and Mason locks the door so they can release Tom and Tom can go solve the mystery. Uh, Illegal stuff aside, when we come back, I didn't see it coming. When we come back to the room, Marlon and track are like digging each other hard. They're just talking about random likes and dislikes. So this guy who was full blown jerk to everyone with no redeeming he didn't they didn't give him a soft moment where he was like you know because he has to work with mason now since tom's been taken off the case they didn't give him a good soft moment where he's like oh uh mason you can't you can't be so trusting i want to be a good guy too or you know something like that they he was just jerk to everybody and 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 mystery shows have this problem that when they don't show a soft side of someone that they're eventually going to ask you to now care about so now they want us to get invested in Marla and Track, Track is it Tratch? Track. Mm-hmm. Um, track. They they want you, us to get invested in the two of them, and it was so five minute tacked on that I was like, and maybe it's because I love Marla's character so much that I was like, no, no, dude, don't don't do that. They did it with Sally and and uh, and yeah, I mean, I Aurora Teagard. I I'm didn't like, come on. I did not. That. I did not like it like you did, but. I felt like... Well, they drove up at the end in a little car together. They'd been spending time together. Mm-hmm. But it was the, the entirety of, of their relationship, and because things should be subtle, was like it took place within five seconds. And you were like, no, no, that doesn't but work. But I think that that was Build meant over time. to show you again how Marla's character is kind of like in the second movie where she was occupying that guy by singing it was like you know keeping him distracted while Goldie was in the house rummaging through his belongings to find something and so she had to cleverly figure out how to keep his attention away from going in the house because Goldie was still in there what are you saying she used her feminine charm no I'm saying that that is just being very good with showing you how Marla is a good sidekick to Goldie because she, you know, can, uh, because Track is portrayed as such a, 
uh, a mean character, how she can, you know, what's the word? Like, kind of like uh, bring him down. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, disengage or like, there's a Mm. word that I can't, it's not coming to me, but it's kind of like taking somebody who's like really mean and then like assertive and then like disengaging, not disengaging, but you know, mm. making them then all of a sudden become a softy, you know, kind of bringing them off oh, there, okay. yeah, you know, I mean, and, I and I think that she's able to, to do that. And I think you're, I think you're, bless you. Disarming you're, them, I guess. Oh, no, dis- uh, disarming, that's, but well, disarming, yeah, you're right, that's when someone comes in and they're angry with you, or they're angry and you disarm them, you make them immediately. So that was good, that was good use of that, that was, you're right. Yeah, and so I think that that she was perfect to be able to. I think you're, you're, you know what you're doing, you're giving Marla love, which is going to make me back off of it, but it was dumb, and I didn't like it. I mean, they could have picked a better character, I think, to portray him. Um, oh, I thought the actor was pretty good, and he's a he's a stupidly good-looking guy. So I feel like that was he's right up her alley. Like a Marla's beautiful, so I feel like if they had gotten, you know, yeah. I don't know, they get they got a guy that looks like he. Well, I think that Goldie uh, stayed true to form. Tom, you know, of course, was great. Um, I think Mason, like you said, is is the good, nice comic relief. Oh, totally. Marla, of course, we love her. Um, Richard was perfect in that one scene. Oh, yeah. They didn't introduce um, Goldie's daughter as much in this o- um, uh, Olivia. Yeah. I think she's a cute little um, she's adorable. character. Yeah. And um, Richard thought- gets his little fun scene at the end. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, I guess. But he helps Goldie get some information that will help Tom because... Just a good guy, yeah, right? yeah, and 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 then he got out of the way. Mm-hmm. He he was a good guy. He did his thing to help Goldie, and you got the impression that scene. That I'll give him credit. Um, you got the impression that Lachlan Monroe. I'll give him credit during that scene that he was doing that for Goldie. Yeah, and not because she helped him in the previous episode. He's doing I think their relationship post marriage is is actually really good. Really it's good, I a agree. Good example. I agree completely. And you know, you went from the first movie to you know nothing, uh, you know, no spotlights per se on the lead characters, and then the second movie, the spotlight came a little bit on Goldie mm-hmm. and you know Tom, you know, suspecting her and all that, and then it was fun to watch then that the spotlight be a little bit. On he didn't him. suspect her in the second. What are you talking about? Yes, they said that um, she had been the last one there and had mm-hmm. used the grill. He didn't suspect her at all. He brought her to the crime scene. He he so trusted her. He brought her to the grill. No, she was very upset with him when he said that you could be a possible suspect. There was a brief oh, time man. in uh, the second movie. Tom hasn't suspected her since the very first one when he when he calling her Miss Barry. He doesn't do that. And then their spotlight was on him, so it was kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, nice to see the support. What do you think? That she gave him because she felt that same way in the second movie. Their moments in this one together and her learning a little bit more about him were very sweet. But I don't know which one I like more, the second or this one. The second one's a little more high octane. This one was a little. I I like this one. You like this one more? Mm hmm. I don't, I don't remember what we gave the... there was a lot going on, and yeah. I like that. What do, you, what do you give this one in your, in your star ranking? Um, I'm going to probably say this one's a 4-7. Ooh. I don't remember what we gave, what I gave uh, Grilling Season. 
Yeah, I'll go with that. 4647 right in there somewhere. Uh, I think it's an even... If you if you told me that you have to watch one of these, I don't know that the, why that's my barometer uh, or, or to determine what I like and what I won't like, or, or what I like more and what I don't like more. But if you told me you have to watch one of these again, I don't know which one I'd pick. I like I like them both pretty yeah. much. I like the first I don't one know. Too. I I I don't know why it's rubbed me the wrong way, but I just there was too much Ooh. of Richard in the second one, uh, and I just wasn't ag- believing ag- his character. Agreed. agreed. So, and yeah, so that kind of turned me off a little bit. So and then, you know, Jessamine was a little bit high maintenance, and it was nice that she was kind of like the one that was kind of kidnapped and brought over a little bit to the side, so you didn't have her character too overwhelming in this one. Yeah. Um, but enough to be like that you felt a little sorry for her. And so I like that. Yeah. And we get a good, uh, they get a chance, they get some extra actors in this one and, and, and let them sort of do their thing. Uh, the the actor that plays Sterling, I suppose I could look him up and see if I can't find him. The actress that plays uh, Katie, who's uh, Jessamine's uh, bridesmaid's name is uh, Sunita Prasad. She's awesome. She's really good. Um, the guy that plays Sterling's name is... Kareem Malcolm, he's good. As Sterling, he's he's played as a little bit weak, and then you find something towards the end about him that maybe makes you not feel that way anymore. Yeah, I so mean, he's not in it very long. So. He doesn't. Yeah, he's the murdered. Yeah. So he's like, uh, what was her name in the in Girling season? Who died? Well, I mean, I'm ultimately I'm enjoying these series. Um, look forward to you I, know if they come out. I with want someone. them to step it up. Uh, they're becoming formulaic in a way that that is I mean that they're just their nature it is in their nature to be formulaic but I want them to step outside of I want them to do something a little crazy we need a a cruise episode I don't know I made that up but you know what I mean like I we need something that's uh I need them to in horror movies when it's the death uh the death sentence when they go to space but we need them to do something different uh, not that I don't like the town. I like the town, but we need we need them to shake it up a little bit because they're sort of doing similar things. This was good. They shook it up in that, you know, they brought Tom into it with that Jess was getting married, remarried, was getting remarried. Um, they brought they brought Tom back into it and kind of, they dealt with some of the characters we had been previously introduced to. So that's fine. Um, but I think I, I want them to continue to push a little bit. And do some different things. Well, and maybe like if they do, um, like she has a catering gig, like on a yacht or a boat. Yeah, but or I immediately went to location, and that's not even what I mean. What I mean is, I need one of the characters to start showing some character. I need one of them to not just be, this is what I do, and I don't do anything else. Maybe just act a little wild or a little crazier or be be explosive do a thing give me something i'm not completely expecting but i understand that the audience for these films the hallmark mysteries in general goes to them because of they they are comfort and they are the thing they're expecting and that's what they like about them so i'm asking for something that they won't give me because the majority of the people that are watching these are like nope i want to see goldie you better open up number four with her catering something 
yeah. or there's a problem. Well, okay, so I mean, I'm surprised you know you're beating it up as much as you as you are. Yeah, I, don't um, know. I, I, I liked it. I did like it, but the the as as time has gone by and we've watched it, it's been about a week since we watched it. As time's gone by, we I I've thought about it and I, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I like it. And what what am I gonna say? I like it because I like the two of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I can agree but, with that. But I like it. We can we can call it here. You got anything else you want to... No, no. Just, um, you know, everybody let us know your thoughts. And um, just remember, um, do something that makes you happy today. Absolutely. Thanks so much, guys. Bye.